Well, hey there. So I wanted to give some good news today. So I have finished the uh, book with one caveat. I finished the book on overcoming shame with one caveat. The caveat is that I have uh, another section that had to be written when I was going through it. And I realized that I needed to write about the shame when someone places their shame upon us. So someone's shameful act and their shame is put on us and then we carry that shame as our own until uh, we deal with it. And so as I was looking at that, I was saying, okay, in abuse, in abusive situations, as a child or, or whatever, we can, someone can act shamefully on us, upon us, towards us, and then we take that shame on and we take it on as ourself, uh, and then we carry that shame, uh, and there's really nowhere to deal with it because it is not ours. Uh, it was something that was put on us. And though we were involved in it, though we were made culpable because of it, ultimately those shames aren't ours, but we carry it as if it is. And we have self-contempt and self-hatred and we have self-bitterness about it. And this is toxic shame. This is awful toxic shame. So as I was dealing with this, I thought about it and I said, okay, I need to get testimonies about this. And so I've, I've gotten three guys that have written testimonies uh, and I'm working those testimonies. I'm writing this section and then I'm gonna be done. I'm gonna be setting it to the editor real soon and uh, looking forward to getting that work done. And then I'll get it up on, uh, through the formatting, I'll get it up on Kindle and on print-on-demand with Amazon. And I, I can't wait. I really, really, really am so looking forward to this. The uh, writing trip was a complete success. I was blown away by the fact that I was able to get there. I was able to get it all done. So I celebrate. This is a celebration time. This is really, really fun. What this shame is like is you're taking someone else's shameful act. And then you turn that shame that you have and you turn that shame back upon yourself and you impale yourself. You impale your heart, you impale your person with contempt. Self-contempt is so horrible. That's when it becomes so toxic is because those barbs of self-contempt, self-hatreds. Why didn't I say no? Why didn't I do something about it? Why was I so stupid to, to uh, go there? Why did, all these things. And you turn on yourself and then you just tear your soul. And that is tragic. That is devastating to our personhood. And then the uh, residual shame is a weight that we have to carry. We have to literally, uh, it is exhausting. If, if you have lived with shame all your life, one of the key things is exhaustion. You are exhausted to carry shame. It is a heavy weight, but the, it feels just like you because you've taken it on, because you've 
absorbed it, embraced it as a truth, as a reality, as a belief system, it becomes this weight, this heavy burden weight that you cannot get free from and you cannot deal with. It just, it would feel like a backpack, but it's not like a backpack because it's not just hanging on you, it feels like you. And that it makes it impossible to deal with. It makes it where you say, how in the world do I deal with this? How do I face this? How do I process this? And again, as I've said, it's not something you can do alone. If you could have done it alone, you would have done it alone, but it's not something you could do. Someone needs to come alongside of you with the Spirit of God and help you unburden yourself from that, process that, deal with that. And um, I was being coached the other day and it was amazing to me because I was seeing the steps of what coaching through shame would look like. Opening the dialogue, huge. Inviting someone in to witness. Untangling yourself from the, the burden and the lie. Detaching from all that chaos, all that confusion, all that uh, self-hatred. Embracing your true self. Finding out who your true self is, apart from shame. And then once you have embraced this new self, this shame-free self, once you embrace that, then there's the process of having to recalibrate everything. You're recalibrating how you live life. It's almost like you have to go through physical therapy to relearn how to walk, how to talk, how to deal with life. Because your life has been so stymied, so tragically crippled with this, and you think it's you and it's not you. And so all of a sudden now you're here and you're having to deal with it, but you're having to relearn how to live, how to think, how to uh, process life and set goals for yourself. How do I live now that I don't have shame? How do I live free of this weight of shame? Do you know how huge it is? You have to relearn, you recalibrate how to even position yourself in life. And that's exciting. And that's part of the coaching is, okay, where do I go from here? Now that I've unburdened myself from this shame, how do I walk out life? How do I, how do I live in the wonder of life? It changes the entire perspective so that now you can go forward and you can celebrate life. You can enjoy life. You can live life that you were intended to. You can live your authentic self, your true self apart from this shame cloak, this toxic shame presence in your life. So I'm excited. I'm excited about where this is all going. I'm excited about what it's gonna offer and what, what it's gonna bring. And um, so I'm inviting you into the dialogue. Let's experience true life, true identity, true shame-free living, where we can uh, excel and exceed all our expectations of living and come into a new place of wholeness and healing and stretch those muscles that have atrophied because of shame. So I love you, I thank you, 
and let's get this journey going.